RadioInfluence.com. This is the Cannabis Podcast, powered by TrueLeave on Radio Influence. It's an inside look and the scientific facts in and around the world of medical cannabis. Now, here is your host, Ian Beckles. Hello, everybody. This is Ian Beckles, and welcome back to the Cannabis Podcast. Before we get things started, I want to give some love to our title sponsor, True Leave. Uh, they've been our j- title sponsors from Jump Street. We want to give them much love. Uh, 17 dispensaries in the Bay Area. Uh, we're going to give you a True Leave uh, strain of the week coming up at the end. But uh, if you've gotten your medical marijuana card, it's up to you where, where, where you go get your products. And I just say this, go to True Leave one time, see what they have to offer, and I promise you, you won't go anywhere else. Uh, it's clean, it's efficient, uh, they're usually well-stocked, and uh, they just do it the best. And there's just not a lot of reputable cannabis companies out there and dispensaries. True Leave happens to be the number one dispensary out there, so you definitely want to take advantage of True Leave. Speaking of running out, uh, our Canadian brev- brethren, and uh, I am Canadian-born, I am American citizen, um, Canada, as we know, legalized marijuana, period. It's just legal. You're allowed to sit on a bench, smoke a joint, it's legal. Uh, they had no idea how much weed, uh, how popular weed was, because uh, Canada pretty much is running out of marijuana, and there's actually dispensaries that are closing their doors down because they can't get marijuana. So there's obviously some companies that are flourishing and uh, there's others that just couldn't deal um, with the traffic. They, they, they can, you gotta figure, you know, marijuana is grown. Once it's gone, you just can't snap your fingers and create it. Uh, you also gotta figure you were in Canada and you can't grow marijuana. Well, you can grow it indoors, but it's going to be a lot harder to grow it than it is, we'll say, here in Florida. And uh, the Prime Minister, uh, Justin Trudeau, basically said they were caught flat-footed and they didn't really know what was going to happen. It's kind of like the Oprah effect where Oprah talks about your company and you don't know what's going to happen, and when you finally find out what happens, you're not really prepared for it. So that's what Canada is going through. And, you know, the Wall Street, uh, Wall Street in general, um, basically predicts, uh, the explosion of the growth in the industry, the cannabis industry, to eventually reach $500 billion. All right. $500 billion, I don't know about you. That's a, that's a big old number to me. We're not nearly there right now, but we're heading in that direction. And cannabis companies in general, um, being a new industry, um, what they're what they're suffering from, and it's not everything is rosy. Not everything is uh, is easy. They're making they're making shitloads of money, no doubt about that. But they suffer from a severe shortage of credible um, evidence based data, and um, you know there's a void in automation tools. Everything's brand new. Uh, they're just learning how to do things. You got to figure. Way back when, when they made um, Coca-Cola, I'm sure when they first started making Coca-Cola, they were making a couple of cans at a time. Now they're probably making 500,000 cans of Coca-Cola in a second. So that's where they are with marijuana, and um, they're learning. Uh, most companies have been relying on really their gut feeling to run their operations, um, and it's been highly inefficient, and the costs have been very high. So... 
marijuana is going to get better. It's, it's, it's going through some growing pains. It's not a bad thing to go through growing pains. You're making umpteens of millions of dollars. That's not a bad situation. But, you know, the marijuana companies are going through growing pains, trying to figure out what's the most efficient way to, to run their companies. And they're talking about some Canadian companies um, and Canada. You know, everybody's going to go to Canada because Canada having uh, legalized it, uh, legalizing it, they're going to they're, they're going to make all the mistakes. And then once we completely legalize it, which should happen in the next little while, hopefully, I don't know when. But we're going to go to Canada and say, hey, what mistakes did you make? What are we about to run into? But what Canada is figuring out is um, they're, they're, they're messing with fully automated uh, operations and they're going to need only 26 employees as opposed to 500 that it was before. So the industry, the companies uh, are going to make umpteens more millions of dollars. And those 26 employees, really, it's not rocket science. And then, you know, they're, they're getting paid about $14 an hour, which is minimum wage in Ontario. And um, obviously, the savings are going to add up when you're, you know, employing 26 employees at minimum wage as opposed to 500 employees. So it's 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 a supply and demand thing. It's, uh, uh, it, it's we all have to make our mistakes thing. They're probably wasting a lot of money that won't be wasted in the near future. But like I said, those numbers are becoming huge. Uh, right here in Florida, it's the, the industry is $250 million. And considering it's only been legal for a couple of years, that's a pretty damn big number, $250 million. And also considering there's only uh, a half dozen marijuana companies out there that can even sell. Okay, and the government's not just opening it up to whoever the hell wants a marijuana company. It doesn't work that way. Um, in 2017, the law basically called for uh, ten new licenses, and once again, truly being one of them. Um, and then it's four additional licenses for every hundred thousand patients. So a hundred thousand patients is is a, is a lot of patients. Um, and they're just waiting for the numbers to be too much for dispensaries, and, and, and they're moving forward. But it's not like there's going to be 100 different companies here in the next couple of years. They're cutting back, and they're making sure that the companies that are involved uh, know what the hell they're doing, and they're doing it the right way. And that's obviously very, very important. As far as drugs go, uh, there was a sen- sentencing. Uh, there was a sentencing of a reform bill that happened this week, and this is not marijuana, but this is drugs, um, illicit drugs, and marijuana is not one here, anyways. Uh, turning the right, you know, turning the right direction. Uh, whether you knew it or not, um, crack cocaine and cocaine were treated completely different. Crack cocaine. Uh, if you're caught with crack cocaine, it was, I believe, about 100 times um, more drastic of a punishment than if you were treated, found with cocaine. So what was crazy was in jail, there's a lot of people spending a lot of time in jail that sold crack cocaine. And there's some people that sold cocaine. They're only in there for a little bit. And I have never tried cocaine in my life, nor will I. And I do know this, the difference between crack cocaine and cocaine is baking soda. 
or baking powder, one out of two. And one is smoked by blacks and the other one is smoked by whites. That's the way it goes. So it was obvious, obviously what was a bias in those rules and they just uh, passed this new reform bill um, that's going to ease the sentencing on nonviolent offenders, which is which means if you're in jail right now for selling uh, a crack rock uh, and you're, you're spending 100 times more time than somebody selling cocaine, you're about to get out of jail. You're about to get out of jail. And once again, these are nonviolent offenders. Uh, they're not people that have killed people, raped people, or domestic abuse. These are nonviolent offenders. So, just our world is changing around us, which is a which is a good thing. It, it really is. Now, with marijuana growing um, and growing and growing and growing every single day, um, what we wanted to do is first and foremost improve our economy. And it is definitely doing that. Uh, there's, uh, I was looking up some different information, and there's a lot of new jobs that are being created by cannabis every single day, every single week in this country. Um, you know, in two thousand, in twenty twenty, um, you know, eight point five billion dollars is supposed to be the projection of twenty twenty of the marijuana industry, and they're going to create two hundred and fifty thousand new jobs. Now, those are big numbers. 250,000 new jobs um, in any country is a lot of jobs. And, you know, people are wondering, like, what, jo- what, what are those jobs going to be? Um, and I wrote them down. Uh, director of Cultivation. And by the way, these new jobs are all, you know, paying between 88000 and $250,000. So that's not, not that damn bad. That's a pretty damn good salary. Uh, director of Cultivation. Um, Mr. Green Thumb, I guess that would be uh, a bud tender, and a bud tender uh, checks IDs and prescription cards. Doesn't seem too bad for eighty-eight thousand. That would work. A dispensary manager everywhere needs a manager. Um, director of extraction, uh, maybe it's a weedologist, I guess something like that, and then a trimmer. And uh, I guess a trimmer is a guy with the little scissors. Uh, trimming off all the edges and uh, making sure your buds look absolutely beautiful. So those are five of the jobs that are going to be created here or more so with cannabis as we go forward. And what's good is a lot of the dispensaries um, are going to offer job training and room for advancement. So for those of you looking for a new occupation, um, go get versed on some medical marijuana. And there's a lot of room for for advancement and improvement in that industry as, as we go forward. So I've been telling you guys that True Leave is uh, our title sponsor, and once much love to them. And every week, what we're going to do is give you a True Leave strain uh, that you can go out there and try to you know investigate a little bit. I just had breakfast with a, a young man who um, deals with anxiety, hang high anxiety. And I think everybody deals with anxiety somewhat, but he says like that's a big thing. Like every day he has anxiety attacks, and he pulled out of his pocket a true leave, true stick, and he had some indica in there. And he says, "This is my savior right here." And he didn't know that I was with True Leave. I told him that I have allegiance with True Leave, and he was just bragging and, and telling me how much that true leave stick 
helps him. So it could be something that can help you uh, as you go forward as well. So our truly strain of the week is Dosi Dose, which is an indica strain, uh, which is well known for the anti-anxiety effect and sleep. Uh, it's good for your quality of sleep. Um, it's prominent in heavy indica strains like DOS Dose, and the main reason that truly makes a strain available. Um, it's approved by Florida patients, and everybody loves it. So the Dose Dose for those who need the anti-anxiety and the sleep, something for late at night to get you down. Uh, and that's the one thing people don't realize about cannabis now is that it has strains, and it's not all for everybody. They're literally, like, you could literally sit down before you head to True Leave and look at all the strains and find out what exactly those strains will do for the average person. So there are strains that are even good for workouts. There's strains that, there's strains that get you going. There's strains that are good for sleep, anti-anxiety. Um, and there's, there's, it, it's all out there, people. It's a science now. And it's not just a bunch of people smoking weed in their basement. And that's not, not what we set out to do when we started this podcast. I sat down with the people at True Leave and basically they said um, it's all about getting knowledge out there, um, getting knowledge to the masses. And uh, that's what we're doing here at the Cannabis Podcast is getting knowledge out there to the masses in Florida and make sure everybody makes the right decisions because that's obviously very important because we have a lot of decisions that we can make. A lot of different companies we can go to, and we got to make sure you guys are all heading in the right direction. Anyways, this has been wonderful. Uh, the numbers are going up for this podcast, which is great. That means we're enlightening some more people uh, in the Florida area and whoever, wherever else you're listening to us. Um, I'm also on 95.3 WDAE every day from 3 to 7. Don't talk about too much cannabis, but we do talk a little bit of sports. And I have some other podcasts as well. In the Trenches comes out Monday. Uh, Flavor of Tampa Bay comes out on Thursday. And Flavor in the Year comes out on Friday. So uh, if you're not sick of my voice, there's plenty of ways to go and get it. And very soon, we're going to be on the iHeart label as well. So uh, there's going to be a lot of different ways to go get all the different uh, podcasts. So I appreciate you guys listening in. I hope you guys get a chance to go out and smoke something extremely delicious this week. I know I will. Be safe. Peace out. For more information on medical cannabis, make sure to visit TrueLeave on Twitter at TrueLeave or TrueLeave.com. That's T-R-U-L-I-E-V-E.com. Also, make sure to follow Ian Beckles on Twitter at Ian Beckles. This has been the Cannabis Podcast powered by TrueLeave on Radio Influence. This is a Duffified Live with Chef Brian Duffy Quick Fix on Radio Influence. Everybody, here you go. You ready for this? One of my favorite people, my personal spiritual guru, my soul sister from B Soul Studio. Welcome to Duffified Live, Sally Young. Sometimes through the most painful periods of our life when we feel most alone, it's really the universe kind of clearing the way so that you can, you know, just organically arrive at your truth, you know? Yeah. And um, you you just said something right there and you said, I think I'm happy right now. And you are happy. Like, why not own that and say, you know, I am 
happy right now. It can only get better than that. My actual, my mantra, I think I might have told you this already. My Every year for my birthday, I come up with a mantra. And this year, it's what's the best that could happen? Oh, I like that. What's the best that could happen? Whereas most people um, would say, what's the worst that can happen? Totally. And I actually came to, arrived at that because I found myself as I was, I was in a perfect scenario. I'm at the beach. I'm riding my bike blocks to the beach. It's a beautiful day, like sun shining, like what kind of problems could you possibly have? But as I'm riding my bike, I'm caught in all this worry. I'm worried about, you know, all kinds of things. The list is endless. And, yeah. and I, in the moment I, I became conscious and aware of my thoughts and was the observer of where I was placing my attention. And in that moment, I snapped out of it. I, I love awareness because awareness gives us a choice. You can right. stay in the shit or you can make a choice to pull yourself out of it and see life through a different perspective. But it was in that moment that I thought, how, why am I planning subconsciously? I'm not even aware of it. It's so ingrained in me to worry that why would I be planning and preparing for the worst case scenario? Right. Why would I ever do that? Why would I not plan for the best case scenario? Why wouldn't I be saying to myself, what's the best that can happen? You know? So I've been using that mantra and I'm sharing it with everyone. And now we're sharing <laughs> it with everyone on the air today because I, I, I think that it's, um, it's, you know, life is all how we look at things. Duffified Live with Chef Brian Duffy can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and RadioInfluence.com.